0: Here we go. Uh, no, I'm not thinking of singing songs. I'm thinking of just singing in my del- my delivery is what I'm saying, like a singing telegram, almost, if you will. <laughs> I'm not going to start. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing karaoke here. No, I'm talking about instead of just reading the stories in the commercials, I start to sing them in the voice. Of Mother McGee, Mother McGreed, and the shades. Deal me in, Danny boy. All right, folks. This is the noon report live. We're going to do a rendition. I will now do a. Um, this is Governor McGreed playing cards with the mother. By the way, I heard he's livid about that. I'm, uh, and I'm really upset. I'm, yeah, I'm really worried about it. Ah, uh, Cranston PD live tonight, seven thirty. Sergeant Corvesi I may wear the glasses, I don't know. Or I may have to give them back to the governor. <laughs> All right, we're on air in one minute. One minute. Here we go. My goodness. 12.05. Wait for our cue. <coughs> Goodness. At 12.06 on this Friday, it's Friday, April 28th, all day. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome everybody tuning in for better or worse. That's it? Yes, that's it. This is the Noon Report Live some people watch it on the replay. That's fine. It's on demand, so to speak. And then you just do hashtag replay. It's, you don't have to, but but good afternoon, folks. Share that you are watching. If you are on Facebook and put in someone's name, that should alert them. Whoa! I've just been notified that they can tune in as well in this portion of our program. on You know, it's actually a decent Friday. I mean, it's not a great Friday weather-wise, but it's dry. And we'll be doing Cranston PD Live tonight. 7.30, that's the plan. If something happens, hey, who knows? Maybe we go earlier. If something happens and it goes late, again, one is very, very flexible. Um, but this portion of the program, and it's part by PR, Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now, I know that the forecast is um, unfortunately calling for, it would seem that we're, we're going to have some rain over the course of the weekend. I know, kind of a drag um not very good for live streaming but it hasn't stopped us in the past like last saturday night as one was the only one there for the manhunt uh full manhunt for the few armed fugitives but i am looking at the forecast and it does look like uh saturday and sunday possibility of rain but what that does mean but maybe not till like late tomorrow but it does mean that, um, you know, it's good for the garden, so to speak. Well, it is actually good for the garden. So, folks, that means PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. I mean, for, for part of April was very dry, and then suddenly now we are getting some of those April showers, uh, so to speak. And those on Facebook, you can see behind me is the Den of Thieves, known as the Rhode Island State House. But PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop it and see them. Beautiful selection. Pansy, pansy flats, pansy bags. Now, they also have tremendous selection of hydrangeas. Hydrangeas, to me, and I believe they have the best selection around, they come in both blue and pink, and they really pop and can make your property. Now, they also have tropical hibiscus, mandevilling plants. Folks, PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center, look for them on Facebook. You know, why not pop in today, pop in this weekend, they're open Seven days a week. Their next day off is Christmas Day. Obviously, you can mention, I would love you mention the program. They are big fans, big supporters. Look for them on Facebook. You can always call them, by the way, 295-4399, right off of Route 4. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Well, folks, visit the website, dipetro.com. Um I'm the only one that has up a lot of the, um, some of the parts of the situation with That Jennifer Rourke and Officer Lugo, the rest of the media kind of downplaying what came out in that study of it, but not us. You can check it out at the website, depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coïcid Inn. 226 Coïcid Avenue in West Warwick. Folks, lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. Hey, Mother's Day reservations. I'm going to be there this weekend. It's a great menu. The people are terrific. They're always adding things to the menu. It's the Coïcid Inn. And there's plenty of room. I like that. I mean, it's very, very spacious, and they have a large bar area, the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Well, folks, Friday arrives tonight, Cranston PD Live, and I want to thank the the, uh, the folks at Ted Stadium Pub on Park Avenue, where they're going to have a watch party tonight for Cranston PD Live, and, and they're also going to have some giveaways. We got them some merchandise, and so if you want to watch, now people watch Cranston PD Live on there, on their own. Some people beam it up to their own big screen TV. Uh, but if you want to watch it with a group, you know, that could be kind of fun. That would be different. And then you could still be commenting on your phone. I want to applaud them for that. And I, I don't know. We'll see where the night brings us at some point. We may swing by. I have no idea what the night um, is in store. But Ted Stadium Kitchen and Pub, 1145 Park Avenue in Cranston. And um, their hours, Friday, Saturday, 11.30 to 9.30. The bar hours: is 11.30 to 11.00. So we should be wrapping up by, by, by with Sergeant Gravesi. That would be the plan anyway. Now, folks, um, but anyhow, so it should be fun tonight. And, again, if, for whatever reason, if you miss it, it will be then posted. You know, it's on demand, as they say. On demand means when you are demanding to watch it, you can watch it. <clears throat> then we also post it on the website, dipetro.com. It's also on YouTube, of which we've really upped our YouTube presence. There's tremendous growth available with the program on YouTube and also Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Again, the common denominator is John DiPietro Show. I want to, um, first of all, April has been an incredible month, uh, especially for, April, the month of April has been the biggest month we've ever had. With the Facebook live streaming, the biggest ever on the page that continues to grow. And we're getting very close. We're flirting with 50,000. And a lot of good things happen. When you go over 50,000 active, engaged followers, then Meta really takes you uh, seriously. And, you know, someone was asking me how many followers. I was adding it up the other night, and I should know this off the top of my head. But, by the way, if you go to the website, topetro.com, let me just mention this. You go to the very top of the website, and I encourage, if you like a lot of the programming, you like a lot of things we do, go on the website, and then you can see, you know, you can learn, obviously, a little bit about me. We also have the radio show. Every show we do is like a library. It's right there. We have the shop with some great merchandise. We have the Cranston Petey Live stuff. We have the One After Dark, Team one. We have coin when the hill was the hill. We have mugs. We have glasses. We have hats. We have T-shirts. Uh, but at the very top, you see all of our links to social media and including TikTok. TikTok has really exploded. I don't believe this whole thing about the sp- whatever, the spying. But I was adding, someone was asking me. So just on social media, so Facebook, between personal and then the followers, I think we're around 54,000, I want to say, 54,000. And then uh, we also have links to Twitter, which is around 15,000. So now you're right there. And then TikTok is now 23,000. And then also YouTube and Instagram. So, and never mind, debitro.com, the website, and the radio show. So, folks, we're right around. In, in a moment, in a moment's notice, I can reach 100,000 followers. That's very, very strong. So anyhow, it all begins by visiting the website, depetro.com. Now I want to just touch on, and put in perspective, because it's it's really interesting what's happening right now. And again, folks, it's twelve thirteen. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show on AM thirteen eighty, and ninety nine point nine FM. And I want to touch on this this whole thing. Is Rhode Island's AG looking to move up? This is actually a story, by two writers in the Providence Journal about Attorney General. Peter Nerona. And I'm going to tell you about it in, in uh, well, I'll just tell you about it now. So if you're thinking he has higher political ambitions based on the recent uptick in his Twitter feed, think again. Um, and they basically talk about that the Attorney General has been using the platform because that's what it is. And I want to be really clear about this. I think there's a lot of misconceptions about what a platform is. And I started to address this a little bit earlier in the first hour. You know, there's different platforms. Newspaper for a long time was the platform, right? Print, that has fallen off. Television has been a very strong platform. Television viewing is going down. So Twitter is a platform radio is a platform so for a very long time you had print and then you had motion think of like ben franklin that's all they had then you had radio and that became a big platform then you had motion pictures and then television came in but what you have is then cable television but they're all various forms of platforms is what it is now you have streaming now you have facebook what i'm on right this is a platform Right, It's a platform where people are interacting, getting news information. Newspapers fallen way off. Television viewing is way down. People are not going to the movies as much anymore. When's the last time you went to a, see a film? People just aren't doing it anymore. Everything is coming down to the phone. But also, Instagram is a platform. YouTube, it's a platform. TikTok is an incredible platform. But Twitter is a platform and they all they all provide different roles and means and what they're used for so all of this criticism about attorney general and there is criticism which i fundamentally completely disagree with as someone where i interact with you know public officials and many times it, people don't even understand the challenges of trying to get information out of public agencies, police departments, the governor's office. But for these people that are criticizing, so Attorney General Peter Narona, there's actually news stories. It was on Channel 10 last night. He's, Narona, he's communicating with people directly. He's communicating with the press directly. And there were people criticizing him for this. Let me be crystal clear. Folks, the rest of them should be doing this. I don't I, I am at a loss to explain the people. You should be doing that. He's demeaning Demeaning the office how? By answering directly instead of layering themselves? Governor McKee is hiding right now. Attorney General Peter Kilmartin went eight years. I covered him. No press conference. Never. Would never do an interview. Never. That's what you want? Well, I would like some, you know, th- this isn't a menu, right? This isn't a pizza, and then you're picking out your toppings. I think I'd like some anchovy. I think I'd, no, 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 wrong go. Nerona, the Attorney General, is, let me explain, he's showing leadership. He's speaking out. He's speaking directly to people. You know, if you've ever seen The Crown on Netflix, which is a tremendous series, but it it was actually controversial. It was controversial when the queen went on television to wish the people of England a Merry Christmas. That was the queens on television. You know, Pope John Paul II was considered a controversial pope because he actually went places and traveled and greeted people People like, hey, there's the pope. They never did that, they hid. The Catholic Mass used to be in Latin. <laughs> and the priest didn't even face the congregation. People What? English? Why is he speaking English? What's going on? Like, what is with some people? I remember after Governor Kachiri got elected, uh, I had spoken with him and we had built a good rapport during the campaign and we announced we were going to do an Ask the Governor segment once a month. The governor would come in, and answer questions and take phone calls. People were criticizing it. I remember Arlene Violet. That's below. That's demeaning to the office. A governor doesn't do anything like that. He he even had once a week you could actually go, a member of the public, and, and stand in line and meet with the guy. What's he, what's he what's Kachiri up to? What's he got up his sleeve? He's demeaning this demeaning of the office. It is ludicrous, folks. It's transparency. There are people criticizing. All right, you've proven your point, Nerona. Enough of this answering questions. What do you think this is? No, let me explain something. They all should be doing it. Peter Narona right now is the only one showing leadership. So he is speaking out on issues. I like, he's very, the relationship with the governor, it's non existent. So then you go to these criticisms. And one of the people, and I'll talk to him, we talked to him on Monday. We do the segment, Politics This Week with Justin Katz. And he's criticizing Nerona. He is. We brought it up, he was critical. I, I respect Justin. I co- fundamentally, completely disagree. What's he up to? Why is he communicating with people? And then they even, you know, he he fired back at Charles Kalenda. What What is he supposed to do? Chaz Kalenda goes after him. Um, I, Rhode Island GOP cheers. He's a political motive. You know, I like Chairman Powers, Joe Powers. I'm rooting for him. I, I think, you know, I, I disagree with this. He He's still under the notion that you can't pay someone a compliment. Again, I think it's, he's new. But there's nothing wrong with that. What he could be doing, Joe Powers, I'm not surprised. McKee's already seeing members of his own party making moves. I think this must mean he's positioning. Why not? Here's another thought for Chairman Powers. How about this? You know, I think it's terrific the guys being transparent, accountable, unlike the governor. Okay. Uh, House Speaker John Harwood would never do an interview. Never never kill martin was the worst he was always down in florida so the fact he's being criticized for what interacting with people answering questions directly from the press what attorney general peter narona is doing he's he and 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 i give him credit i'm complimenting him but you're complimenting him yes i'm complimenting him on that doesn't mean I agree with him and everything like that. Folks, they criticize Trump for being on Twitter. Like, what what is this? You know, yeah, there was a time the public square. People wanted to give a speech, they'd go to the town square. We've come a long way from that. What is he supposed to do? Pen an op-ed for the Providence Journal that no one's reading? He's answering and interacting with people in real time. So where I disagree with the GOP chair, he sees a political motive. You know what, why not, just this, why not just compliment him? Hey, I think it's great. And I think it's, as I've said, it's a stark contrast from Governor McKee who's hiding. Okay, he takes a small shot at him. Not only are members of his own party second-guessing their support, Rhode Islanders are having buyer's remorse. I agree with all that. But listen, once in a while... If a political opponent, you know, hits a home run and doesn't strike out, it's not against the rules to say, boy, he really tagged that one. So, I want to be really clear about this. I understand there's some people that don't get it because they're not that familiar with Twitter. Twitter, as I've said, it's a tremendous tool. I, I never want to go back to life without it. I think people that criticize it, they don't have to be on it. Um... They don't understand the power of it, the use of it. It's a very, very valuable tool. It's different than all of the other apps. The Attorney General, Peter Narona, and I'm going to have him on next week and say this to him. He is utilizing an opera That's all he's doing. You know, the people that are... I, I don't understand. People thought President Trump was brilliant for going on Twitter initially and communicating directly with people. But suddenly now the Attorney General's wrong for it? Like, does that make sense to anybody? Can anyone actually say that with a straight face? I think it's it's great. And I'll, I'll give Justin a chance. To, Justin took a real shot at him this past week, which I was surprised at. Now, again, we'll, I like Justin, obviously. I have him on every week. I respect him. But we just fundamentally disagree with that. And, and I'll give him a chance. Uh, we do our segment, Politics, this week, which I really enjoy because he's very knowledgeable and I respect his perspective and knowledge on things. He always has a... Um. A. He has a, a different view on things, which I I certainly respect. So, but I I disagree with this business of that somehow by the attorney general being more transparent in communicating with people that he's you want to discourage that. So. I mean, what? Why would you want to? Why would you want to discourage a public official who is being more transparent and openly communicating with people like you know the public in the press in general instead of hiding behind a press person? So anyhow, I want to mention that I I am complete opposite. Channel ten did a whole piece like attorney generals on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, good. Where's McKee? Right? Nowhere. Where's Matos? Hiding. They hid Matos. She wouldn't do any interviews. Um, public officials, if you want that job, hey, I go to shootings in Pawtucket. Good luck trying to get the Pawtucket police chief on tape. Never. Never. Chief of Warwick, very accessible. Uh, chief in Providence and his some of his subordinates, very accessible. I mean, Cranston sets the bar. I'm riding with them. But don't reward people who, you know, I know Hyde may seem harsh, but they're just, they're not, and McKee's one of them. He, Governor McKee no longer makes himself available to interact with the press. That's not my opinion. That's a fact. The only time you hear Governor McKee now is he goes for a ribbon cutting or some announcement, and then as he's walking to his vehicle, the press has all of 30 seconds to ask him a question. That, that's not accessible, right? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and I want to remind people the great work that Sandra is doing at Unique Health. And it's up to you. It's very personal decision. If you want to be and continue to be overweight, it is your choice. It is free will given to you by our Creator. However, if you want to target stubborn fat, if you would like to make a life change, a lifestyle change, and get rid of that excessive weight. Contact Sandra with Unique Health. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. You can call, schedule, be part of a free seminar, 401-269-9155. 401-269-9155. If you can't remember the phone number, just log on, find their Facebook page. I've been sharing it. Unique Health, 20 pounds in 10 days. What would your life be like if you could drop 20 pounds in 10 days? You're going to have an increase in energy, metabolism. The older you get, number one, it's harder to take off the weight, and number two, you're just complicating health problems. As I have said, and and there are people that don't even like, but there's no benefit to being obese. You know, I like being 50 pounds overweight, said no one that ever wanted to be healthy or live a long life. Think of your children. Think of your grandchildren. Get rid of the weight. Unique Health, 401-269-9155. Contact Sandra. They're right in Warwick, across from the Kent County Courthouse. Well, folks, good afternoon, 1227 on this Friday. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show. It's AM 1380 and ninety nine point nine FM. Now, Benjamin said they have a mouse problem at his business I didn't dwell and ask he sent me an email one could you repeat who's the exterminator you recommend Benjamin Glad to Falcon Pest Services call them 401-739-1322 don't be embarrassed residential or commercial Falcon Pest Services termites bed bugs ants roaches mice rats mosquitoes why are you suffering That's a nice yard you have. Can you imagine if you could enjoy it without being eaten alive? They can do that. John and Kelly can make that happen for you. Or in your business, maybe it's a one-time treatment. Maybe it's once a year. Maybe it's once a quarter. Maybe it's once a month. Business, home, restaurant, school, hotel, Falcon, pest services. Call them 401-739-739. 1322. Don't suffer in silence. Get rid of those unwanted pests with Falcon Pest Services. Well, folks, good afternoon. It is one. It's the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 909.9 FM. I'm just looking at some headlines. Russia Ready's Nuke Test. Um. You know, I mean, this is why They're an adversary. This is why we have to stall, help Ukraine, and internally, they need to get rid of Putin. Period. End of story. Hezbollah, the unlikely global superstar. That kid is huge on TikTok. Well, he's a man. Huge on TikTok. I don't know what to make of that. Now, also, place your bets. Who will replace Tucker on Fox? You know, the Fox ratings have just crashed. Um, absolutely crashed right now. And as someone that has been unfairly dismissed in my career, I will share with you that it's it's um there's nothing good about it and it's just lousy and whatever could be avoided it should be avoided. But it, it does feel good if after you are unfairly dismissed and then the ratings completely tank. Uh, but most of the time, there's all different reasons. Let me just click on this. Who will replace Tucker? Top picks. Uh, okay, they ousted him. Blah, blah, blah. Um, now we learn Suzanne Scott of Fox was the one that actually called him Monday morning. Okay, Fox News Prime Time has been a state of evolution over the, the last few years. Uh, rotating cast ended up being Jesse Waters. Fox Can, another news program at 11, replaced with Greg Gutfeld, spin on Late Night Show. Hannity, Laura held down 9 o'clock and, uh 10. Um, we did not include in this Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram. So they're betting Greg Gutfeld gets the 8 o'clock hour. That would be interesting. That would be different. He's having success on the 5, and he's having success at 11. So maybe they do that. Except the problem with Gutfeld at 11 is if something really serious happens and then it's, it's just a, a, a panel of people kind of joking around a little bit. But possible. Um, oh my God. Tulsi Gabbard? That is not happening. They're not going with that. She's not getting it. All right, maybe I shouldn't know. Kaylee McEnany. I don't think she's going to get it. Brian Kilmead. Possible. Peak Hegseth. Uh, I don't think so, but it's possible. Megan McCain, that's a no. Jesse Waters, possible. Clay Travis, I don't think so. Dana Perino, no. Tiffany Cross, don't know who that is. Will Kane, that's a no. Vivek Ramswamy, the 8 o'clock hour. He's running for president, no. President Trump, oh, I get it. They're just listing a bunch of people. All right, I didn't realize that. I fell for it. All right, there's clickbait. I did fall for that. Um, You know, listen, they took a long time with the 7 o'clock hour to... And then Jesse Waters ended up getting it. I think you're going to see the same... And I obviously have no inside information on that, but I think you're going to see the same type of scenario where they're going to have a series of people doing it for now, and then they'll, you know, announce... Who they want to fill the slot. It could be as simple as um, Jesse Waters. Wow, this is different. Charles Gate is going to close. Huh, my brother Tommy used to work there in the 80s. Now, I also want to, um, the future of the Cranston Street Armory is up in the air. I'm going to touch on that. And then I'm also seeing a David, uh, by the way, happy birthday to David San Martino. Warwick Animal Shelter says dogs hybrid of new home. And then uh, only on 10. Nerona makes apparent ultimatum in budget dispute with Governor McKee. What is so embarrassing about this, excuse me, about the Attorney General, is the fact, and I think he said it best when he said there's 300 lawyers on the state payroll, and only two, he has 100 of them. So what are the other 200 doing? Folks, Rhode Island government is so top-heavy. It is, it is ridiculous. Okay, the Wark Animal Shelter, the hybrid dogs captured of a new home. They didn't say where. Okay. Um, and then we had the big fallout with the people that let them free. All right, so so that is news on that. But watch, here's something to watch. Watch how the media is going to treat the people living at the Cranston Street Armory. They want answers. When they have to move out, it's going to close at the end of April. They've been told it could stay open for a few more months. We, we want answers. All right, well, where am I now I'm supposed to go? Do, do I have to remind people these are adults? They're not giving us information. Um, many of the people living say more needs to be done. This, this is something that I believe that no one is fully addressing, folks. And that is the fact that no one is addressing that these individuals, they don't want low-income housing. They want free housing. Now, I believe if we had real leadership, if we had real leadership in Rhode Island, they would institute that you could qualify for free housing if or very limited low income, but if you had a job, it has to be tied with a job. You're living at the Cranston Street Armory. You want, look at these individuals. Well, now where am I supposed to go? And watch, people will be saying that. Now where are they supposed to go? They've already started the pitching tents outside it. What, what, What part of, you can't just plop down. As I have said, they're not contributing anything to society. Everything is just a take. These are adults. This is the land of opportunity. And they have so many, these people that are posting, this is terrible and sad, these poor people. They were given a great gift by being born or ending up in the United States. And by the way, I also want to clear up a myth that these are illegals that are living out there. Anyone that says that Take a ride. Look at some of this stuff. None of them are. They're all predominantly, some may be um, African-American, predominantly white, Caucasian, from Rhode Island, ended up in Rhode Island. They're not illegals. That is completely false, these people that are putting that out. They don't want low-income housing. They want free housing. But it should be tied to employment. Many of those individuals perfectly capable of holding down a job. Don't tell me there are no jobs. I see help wanted signs everywhere. There are still people that can't find workers. It's also a myth. The state should build more low-income housing. They don't want low-income. They want no-income housing. They want free housing. It should be tied. You can't just pitch a tent. That has to end. But Governor McKee will not stand up to them. Him and his administration, they're so weak that they just will not stand up to them and say, unacceptable. It's its part of, they're not accomplishing anything. They're not gaining anything. There are people that retire. And what happens? They're bored. They have no purpose in their life. Right. It also happens with some of these people that go out Unlike a phony disability at a young age. and then they don't know what to do. Now they're stuck. Remember like years ago, that firefighter, channel 12 exposed him. He was going to the gym twice a day. This was a guy who was supposedly out on you know permanent injury, tax-free disability. The guy was 40 years old. He was going to the gym twice a day. They're not accomplishing anything. They don't want to work because then that affects their tax-free disability whole system is just broken how about all these members of the rhode island state police they retire and what do they do then they grab another job while they're starting to get their pension no no no! you get your pension when you're fully retired why is the state paying them a pension we can't afford this stuff so i want to come back to where i really applaud attorney general peter narona is he's speaking out And showing some leadership on these issues. A big problem that we have right now in the state is lack of leadership. Um, Complete lack of leadership. Future of the Cranston Street Armory is unknown. Now we have to play nursemaid with that crowd. And you have some of the individuals that support them. Um, Well, now what are they going to do? Well, now where are you going to put them? Well, how are they supposed to get over there? Uh, gee i don't know why don't they walk why don't they get a job like everybody else that is my problem with many of them more and more people are saying i'm going to stay in in a in a shelter that you're going to provide for me in the winter and then i'm just going to camp out and they live like slobs and there's all this litter and then i want all this free stuff folks where does it end and they have all these these naive individuals this is terrible. The United States should provide free housing for all those people. Hey, listen, you're more than welcome. To take the extra money that you would, because you'd have to pay it in taxes. Take the extra money you have and just go out and start handing it out to the homeless. You're more than welcome to do that. See if they end up in an apartment or see if they end up blowing it on booze and drugs, which they do. How many people have told the story they they went to find a homeless person and said, here, here's some food, and they throw it, I don't want food. I want money for booze and drugs. I'll tell you, how do you know the state is bottomed out? Rhode Island House okays abortion coverage for state workers and Medicare recipients. Yeah, because that's so important. These are the McKee... And Governor McKee's trying to take a bow on this. I promised all the state workers that the state will pay... That for going forward, they should no longer have to pay for that. Like, what are you talking about? Why, why are we paying that? We have to pay that. We have to pay that they want to use that as a form of birth control. Does that make sense to anyone? Anyone with a brain? <clears throat> we have a business unfriendly state. We have a governor who's in hiding. The lieutenant governor... Listen, I don't want to say she's useless... But, you know, the job is essentially Governor McKee picked her to try to help him with the Latino vote. Period. The general treasurer, I I don't even know what that guy's doing. Probably going on free trips. Um, Secretary of State, again, he's getting ready for some special elections. The Nerona is the only one that is speaking out, the attorney general. So he decides, you know what, I'm, I'm going to speak out, I'm going to use this platform. What is he supposed to do, just keep running press releases to the media, hoping they're going to run it? Can't believe he's speaking to regular, what, what's wrong with him speaking to regular people, quote unquote? I, I am just at a loss. The, you know, it was so good if you heard it, folks, and we're going to talk to him more often. John Breen. Who is, and again, good afternoon, 1241 on this Friday. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. We're going to talk. We spoke with Representative Breen this week. You know, I think he deserves a bigger platform. I think his voice is a voice with his vision, ideas, perspective needs to be heard, needs to be amplified. Um, and, And one of the things that he mentioned was the progressives are winning the war at the Statehouse. And he's exactly right. You know, folks, a big story that a lot of people are not talking about um, And the Washington Post broke this yesterday. And I haven't heard anyone not really cover it. And I get why, because they want to be the ones. Yeah, thank you. Somebody just posted. Yeah, there he is. Peter, Peter Kilmartin having a five o'clock standing there press conference at a five o'clock on a Friday with, um, to, to announce there'd be no charges of the 38 Studio scam. So people, you know, so that's what you want. You don't like an attorney general that it's actually interacting and answering questions from the press. Sanity. But, folks, this story was in the Washington Post. I understand why no one locally has been talking about it. It's because they. They want, um, they're looking for, excuse me, their own interview with Ken Block. But Ken Block, who is friend of the program, and we've had him on. Do you know, this is a story locally that a lot of people are not talking about, but he was actually, Ken Block, was sitting on his porch after the election, And suddenly, he got a phone call, and it was the Trump campaign, and they hired him, Ken Block, after 2020, and he investigated potential voter fraud. And Ken Block from Rhode Island, of Barrington, as a matter of fact, the local media is not reporting on this. So he just went and testified in the special grand jury they have going on down in, in Washington. But he was hired by the Trump campaign, now, which also, to me, doesn't speak very highly of the Trump campaign. Very quietly, they hired a second firm, Ken Block of Barrington, Rhode Island, studied more than a dozen voter fraud theories and allegations, found they were all forced. He said in an interview with the Washington Post, Ken Block's going to be on CNN tonight. So now but he has been testifying in this grand jury probe that has been um, been going on he recently received a subpoena from Jack Smith he sent his findings to the Trump campaign the Trump campaign listen to this they paid Ken Block 750,000 in six payments the first was for 390,000 3 days after the election And the final payment came around Thanksgiving. And it was labeled recount. So you had two firms. One was Berkeley Research Group, but the other was Ken Block, who we've had on the program. Now, here's something that that I don't understand. Block said he never met with Trump, but Block sent his findings to the Trump campaign. He issued findings as he made them in various claims. Here's my problem with the Trump campaign. And this is not a reflection. By the way, folks. I, I'm not shocked if you haven't heard this. This is one of those things the local media is not going with, and I get why. Is because they want their own reporting with Ken Block, and I think right now he's just not doing a lot of local interviews. But what is puzzling to me is Ken Block, and again, I like Ken. I consider him a friend. We've had him on. Um, he's a great guy. He's a brilliant guy. But he was a never trumper. Ken Block was. He was. He's a never trumper. So my thing. This is not good for the Trump people that they reached out on the down low to Ken Block to investigate. Now, Ken Block, I'm not trying to insult Ken. I'm not. But I don't know if he ever would have said that he found voter fraud. If you might remember, he got upset with me after this past November election because I said I don't think Alan Fung should have conceded right away. I thought that Mayor Fung should have said I want to check out all these mail ballots. And Ken Block got very angry, and I had him on the air, and we kind of hashed it out. See, once they concede, the story goes away. So I believed that, <clears throat> that um, Mayor Funk should have held out, and it would have drawn more attention and a spotlight on all these stupid ballot harvesting that they do. Again, that no one in the Rhode Island Republican Party is making a big deal about. Block was unknown to many in Trump's political orbit. This is a Washington Post story. Formerly ran for governor of Rhode Island. Founded Sympatico Software in 2001. His firm's been used by other states to look for fraud. Listen, this is who Rhode Island should hire. Ken Block was the one that Nellie Gorbea changed the voter rolls. And they stay changed. The Rhode Island Republican Party has never fully embraced Ken Block, and to their own, at their own peril. Because the Trump campaign hired him, I remember saying to the Rhode Island Republican Party, "Have you talked with Ken Block?" "Oh yeah, maybe we should reach, maybe we should reach out to him." Block was sitting on his porch in Rhode Island the day after the election. A Trump advisor called, "Would I be willing to look for voter fraud?" At first, his family would not give him the immediate green light. He convinced them to be okay to work for Trump's campaign. Soon, Block said he was sent fraud claims. Some came from the campaign. Others originated from sources outside the campaign. The claims were all without evidence, he said. Some were more ridiculous than others. He declined to specify the claims, part of the ongoing Justice Department investigation. He declined to identify which outside advisors were responsible, saying also part of the investigation. Block said he made 750000 off the Trump campaign because it, ex- it required expensive data uh, analytics and, and, and data analytics. Um, it wasn't part of the investigation. Block has tweeted extensively how many of the election fraud claims were false. So, But I, I am telling you, so how about that? Ken Block was paid $750,000 to investigate. You know, folks, I want to come back to something that I had said, which is it it is just beyond the pale that the Rhode Island Republican Party, that I I try to be supportive of, I try to, um, you know, be encouraging, I guess I could say, but there should have been... An absolute full court press to get convinced Ken Block to run for Secretary of State. All due respect to my friend uh, Pat cordalesa but who did run? But it was a complete failure in my opinion that the Rhode Island Republican Party could not embrace and appreciate what Ken Block could bring to the table. For anyone that's listening right now at 7.50, if you ever want to try to straighten out the Rhode Island um, election problem, and we have election problem. We do. We have an election problem because Helena Bonanno-Folks won primary day, and McKee stole it from her with ballot harvesting from the unions. Aaron Gukian... One pro- election day voting, and then Sabina Mato stole it from him because the union's ballot harvest, and then Alan Fung won election day. He beat Seth Magaziner by nine thousand votes, and then the union ballot harvesting operation delivered fourteen thousand votes for Seth Magaziner. Our election system is broken. Can block. In 2017, he was tapped by Steve Bannon to examine the Rhode Island voter rolls. Ken Block was, and it was at that ninth hour in July of 2017 that Nelly Gorbea in the dark of night, lifted the birthdays from our voter rolls that are no longer public, and we have not recovered. I want to repeat, this is a message right now at 1251 to Senate Minority Leader Jessica State Senator Jessica De La Cruz to House Minority Leader Mike Chippendale. I don't know what you're focused on, but if you're truly talking about saving the state, if you're truly talking about making a difference, if you're truly talking about fundamental change, they need to embrace Ken Block and get legislation that he would be behind to improve and change the way we do elections. or I'm telling you right now, there's no hope. It is a different jockey on a dead horse. The Rhode Island Republican Party is rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. Period. End of story. You know when I'll take State Senator Jessica De La Cruz serious? When she starts talking about the voting. Instead of last year, when she bombed out and was, like, invisible at that ridiculous press conference with GOP chairwoman Sue Yankee who started talking about Buddy Cianci and Lloyd Griffin from the 80s. They had the media's atten- attention, <clears throat> and it was a blown opportunity. And I had been very, very vocal about that, as a matter of fact. So, complete, blown opportunity But that's when I'll believe that the Rhode Island Republican Party is serious, because folks. Otherwise, what are we talking about? What What are we talking about? You're not talking about winning. You're not talking about winning. You're talking about being the Washington Generals to the Harlem Globetrotters. I know. Yeah, that does. Boy, that's pretty harsh. It is harsh. It's also accurate. It's also accurate, as a matter of fact. All right, let's see if we can um, reach our friend John Francis at Competition and Shooting Supplies. 1253, Cranston PD Live is uh, coming up later tonight. Folks, join us on the line right now. There he is. He is the owner of Competition and Shooting Supplies. It's our friend John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? Very well, John Francis. All of this gun legislation up at the state house. Uh, any thoughts on the latest now with the... Uh, with uh, what's happening at the Rhode Island State House, I know you've been very actively involved with it.
1: Uh, so uh, I was there Tuesday night yep. uh, for the Senate Judiciary hearings. Um, so I was disappointed at the turnout of gun owners. I, you know, given the, the severity of the legislation this year, um, especially the you know the House and Senate versions of a so-called assault weapons ban. Which, in my again, in my opinion, and I've said this a number of times, it's likely to shut down every gun store in the state. Oh. And so, you know, I would I had expected a lot more people than what showed up. Um, you know, all the bills were held for further study, um, which is you know they did the same thing when the House version uh, the week before. That's a good thing. So good, it, it is. It is. Uh, however, yeah. they did the same thing last year with the MagBan. And they're likely to resurrect them. Uh, they'll have a. They'll typically do a last-minute vote uh, in order to, to not give us enough time to kind of rally the troops. Yeah. And um, uh, so my guess is it'll happen probably towards the end of May, beginning of June. Okay. Especially when they they try to pass a flurry of bills during the budget t- stuff.
0: Yes. I don't know. I think whenever it's held for further study, I think that's, that's that is you know, you got to take a win where you can get it, and I think that's a win. But, John Francis, let's talk about that beautiful Taurus that you posted on the Competition Shooting Supplies Facebook page.
1: Yes, uh, so that just came in yesterday on consignment. Um, it's a model 92, it's a PT-92, so it's, a, it's, Ber- it's Taurus's copy of the Beretta 92 series. Um, this one does not come with any magazines. Uh, magazines that the uh, guy had for it were not legal, so he destroyed them. Um, I wish he hadn't have done that. Yeah. I could have fixed them so they, they were legal. But um, so it's it's only priced at three hundred bucks.
0: Wow! How how you that's going to gonna go? That is going to go. And folks, it should. It, yeah, it's on the competition shooting and, and I've got
1: the legal 10 round magazines in stock for
0: it. Okay. Now, John John Francis, folks, again, it's John Francis, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. How are you doing on ammo? Uh,
1: ammo, I've got uh, plenty of uh, tar- range ammo. Uh, I've got 9mm, 380, 40, 38 special, 45 auto. Um, there are certain calibers. We're still trying to, we're having a Bit of a hard time finding 44 Magnum, uh, 357 Mag. Uh, I got tons of 22. I've got a, a good amount of 12 gauge uh, target rounds, and I am expecting next week uh, some 12 gauge uh, buckshot and slugs.
0: And folks, again, at competition shooting supplies, John Francis. I did get an email. I don't recall her name. Her grandfather's older. I'm not sure how extensive it is, but he has a gun collection. And they were asking, what's the proper procedure someone should approach you if they would like to sell some firearms?
1: Uh, so they can, um, you know, the best thing to do is either give me a call or if they find themselves, they're not too far away, just stop down here in the store anytime I'm open and I'll be happy to uh, discuss their options.
0: All right, folks, you can call them 727-1716. John Francis, what are your hours for today, Friday, and tomorrow, Saturday?
1: Uh, So, today we're open uh, 10 to 6 and uh, Saturday 9 to
0: 4. You're the defender of the faith. I'm going to see you tomorrow. Folks, it's John Francis. John Francis, keep up the good work. We'll talk to you again. Thanks, John. All right, folks, there it is. John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 909.9 FM. Now, again, just a reminder check out the Facebook page. We will be riding with Cranston Police tonight. Uh, for Cranston PD live, and if you go to the Facebook page, there is a watch party actually going on that uh, that people could go to. And I think um, again, it's uh, entirely up to you. A lot of people, all we ask is that you watch it. But some people, it does sound different. And uh, we're going to start that seven thirty tonight. Seven thirty tonight with uh, Cranston PD live episode twenty, and we're riding with Sergeant Corvese uh, on this. My Folks, there she is on this Friday, joining us right now. She is the Queen of Health, and it's Marie at It's My Health. Ten um ten ninety nine, Mendon Road in Cumberland. Good afternoon, Marie.
1: Good afternoon, John.
0: Marie, it's a nice dry Friday. Spring is here. What if someone popped in, could Marie help someone with their allergies?
1: Oh, for sure. We can help with allergies. Between teas and homeopathic remedies and herbal remedies, we have quite a few things that can help.
0: Folks, again, it's Marie at It's My Health 1099, Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davidport Restaurant. And whether it's teas or vitamins or even just to take a class of hemp or CBD products, stop in and see Marie It's My Health. Marie, what are your hours for today, Friday, and tomorrow, Saturday?
1: We'll be here today till 5.30 and tomorrow from 9 to 4.
0: You're the queen of health. Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you next week.
1: Thank you, John. Take
0: care. All right, folks, there it is. Maria. It's My Health, 1099, Mended Road in Cumberland. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. Radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news.